everyone. <laughs> Welcome back to Oive. How are you doing this week, Bri Bri? I'm not doing the greatest. It's been a bit of a rough week. How are you doing? I am okay. Not much has been inconveniencing me, which is good, I suppose. I just, I've been so distraught this whole week over Naya Rivera. Like, I can't even process. All I've done is sob and read Naya Rivera Twitter and just cry. Not to start off on a low note or anything, but that's where I'm at. (laughs) (laughs) I saw, like, I, I knew that her going missing in a lake was going to lead to her not coming out of the lake alive. So I was I was ready and I was expecting it. So awful. I know that we spoke about Nyarvera last week, so I don't want to, you know, go into the whole situation again because it just makes me sad. But um, rest in peace, sweet Nyarvera. I am so sad. I sorry, I didn't mean to laugh. I just I'm I, I laugh when I'm uncomfortable, and I'm so incredibly sad about this whole entire situation. But I don't want to dwell on that. Um, even though I'm very sad. Anyway, um, let's get into the oys and joys. My oy this week, um, was a mild inconvenience, but then it everything, like, all worked out. Um, so as you all may know, if you've been listening to past episodes, I took up the hobby of knitting over quarantine, and I decided I'm going to knit a blanket. And so I tried to purchase all of my yarn, and then... They didn't have a lot of the colors that I wanted, and I was very irritated. And so I've been buying my yarn, like, separately. So I bought two balls of yarn to begin with, and I need five. And so I bought the two, um, like, in March, and I've been working on the same one since then. Um, But I have another one that I, like, am ready to do. Um, And then I just purchased my last three balls of yarn the other day. Yarn is very expensive, if y'all didn't know. Sometimes they don't have the colors that you want, and then you get sad. So I wanted to pick up my yarn at Joann's, because I don't like to pay for shipping. Like, I could be spending, like, $35, and if you spend, like, $35, you get free shipping, and I'll do that. But if I'm spending, like, $10, and then my shipping is $7, I just... (laughs) I won't, I won't do it. Anyways, um, so I ordered my last three rolls of yarn, um, from two different places because I could pick it up. One of the places emailed me with one of the yarn colors that I've been, like, it was the only one that's been giving me a problem. Like, I've been waiting to order that one, and I've been waiting to order my other two until that one was in stock. And so I go to order the lilac yarn, and the lilac yarn I paid for it and everything. I get an email from them and they're like, just kidding. We don't have it. So we're refunding you. And so I got irritated. And so then I just didn't go to Michael's to pick up my thing and I canceled my, my pickup this morning, but I went to Joann's and I bought my, uh, my other two balls of yarn. And then I picked out a random purple because I'm tired of them not having the lilac in store. And so that's my story. My oi similarly has to do with like ordering and delivering and that kind of vibe. Um, I have had a Fabletics VIP membership since 
March, I think, when I decided I wanted the Instagram two for 24 deal, two pairs of leggings for $24. And then I just like never canceled my Fabletics VIP because I figured maybe one day I'll use like, you know, the discounts or whatever that they have. Um, cause I don't have enough money to be spending money at athletics all the time, but like, you know, maybe one day. <laughs> and so I remembered to always every single month afterwards, skip the month because you have to skip the month, like click skip or else they charge you $50 store credit. And so every single month, like April, May, June, I would always skip the month so that I wouldn't be charged $50. But alas, this month I forgot to skip the month. And honestly, Paige, I sort of blame it on going to visit you in New Jersey because that like distracted me at the beginning of July. <laughs> and so you I can't forgot, blame me for your problems, Brianna. I forgot to cancel my Fabletics for the month and so it charged me $50. And when I tell you I saw this in my bank account the other day, my heart sunk and I was like, no. So then I'm like, well, do I just pay for like I have $50 store credit now, like do I just use it and then cancel the subscription because obviously I've learned my lesson. So I decided like, no, I'm not gonna buy it. I'm just gonna cancel and see if they'll give me my money back. So I call them Fabletics and I'm put on the phone with a random customer service man. And I said, and he said to me, you know, we usually tell people, you know, like you have store credit, like don't you wanna spend that before you cancel the subscription? And I said, could I get a refund potentially on the $50? And he said, no. And I said, are you sure? And then he said, let me talk to my manager. And then I get put on hold and he plays pretty music for a few minutes and he comes back and he says, you know what? I think I can do that for you. And I'm like, that's absolutely lovely. So then my $50 is now supposed to be coming back in the next five to seven days. And I no longer have a Fabletics VIP membership that could potentially steal money from me. So this wasn't OI. Um, I did get my $50 back. So that's a little bit joyous. But um, moral of the story, don't buy subscriptions that you don't intend on using because then they'll steal money from you. The end. You're such a Karen. <laughs> I don't have a lot of money, okay? I'm a college student who has around $7 to my name and $50 might as well be my entire existence. And so I needed that money back. And so here we are. <laughs> okay, Karen. Whatever. <laughs> $50 richer anyway. <laughs> Let me speak to my manager. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't ask him to talk to the manager. He went and talked to the manager by himself. You said, are you sure? <laughs> <laughs> I really wanted $50. It's Understandable. I get you. Stole from me. But anyway. What's your joy of this week? So my joy <laughs> was um, the fact that I finished writing this article um, for my internship, for those who remember from previous episodes, I have um, an internship at this like local newspaper. And it was really funny, actually, my editor asked me, he called me one day, I was actually it was when Paige and I were driving back to New Jersey, I had a phone meeting with my editor. And um, he asked me, he goes like, I hope this isn't too, um, like, personal or invasive or anything. But like, your name, like right now in the current state of the world, like are you experiencing anything? And he's obviously referring to the fact that my last name is COVID and we're experiencing the 
COVID-19 pandemic. So my life is a little bit cursed. And so he's like, would you want to write about that? And I'm like, that's the funniest thing I've ever heard. And so I did it and I wrote it this week and I sent it in earlier and I'm so excited about it because I think it's so funny. Like just, I, it's so funny. Like I love everything about it. And so I'm so excited for it to come out. And um, so whenever it is out, we'll give it a little shout out. We'll put it on the Instagram and I'll say it on here. Hopefully it's next week, but like I have no idea. Um, but I just love doing that. It was so funny. Like all I that. It. I'm so excited. Yeah, it was so, it was so funny. In the beginning, I was like, this is a total mess. But then by the end, it all came together. And I just like, what is the irony? Like, I can never say my name to anyone without being like, getting that like, triple blank. Like, are you okay? <laughs> like, ever again. I think oh, I should my Brianna COVID-19. Ay, ay, ay. <laughs> Paige, you're shouted out in the article. I'm Maybe. so excited. For a brief moment. I literally just, I need, the moral of the story is a nice Jewish boy needs to ask me to marry him so that my name can change and I don't have to suffer this um, terrible inconvenience any longer. That's really the moral of the story. But anyway, I'm really excited about the article. What was your joy of the week? Babe? My joy of the week is that my internship, I started working on planning this um, fundraiser. And it's like finally starting and I'm very excited about it because um, it's a bake-off and so I have imagined the perfect cake for me to bake and so when I win that will also be a joy <laughs> so get ready for that next week because I'm gonna win because my cake is gonna be bomb um, but I got to pick everything so it's kind of like you know I, I should win because I picked everything, but it had um, the requirements for it were that it has to be a pinata cake. For those of you that don't know what a pinata cake, it's like a, one of those cakes where like when you cut it open, like things fall out of it. Oh, I've never had one of those. Yeah, and I, I'm I'm really excited about it because it's gonna. I'm not gonna spoil it for my work bestie who listens to the podcast, but um, I work bestie. <laughs> I work bestie, <laughs> but. Um, it, it has to be four layers and each layer has to be a different color and like I don't bake it'll be really fun I'm very excited about it because I, I yeah, yeah, I'm excited for you it's now like actually coming to fruition but I we wanted to talk about the whole Nick Cannon situation uh, in a part two of our anti-semitism discussion because we love those um wanna Cannon was on a podcast and he um he said a bunch of things about white people um, that I wouldn't call them racist because that's not the right word, but like, I mean, it's just like if, ignorant and prejudiced. Yeah, it's very ignorant. And if you don't want groups to say that about you, you shouldn't say it about them. Golden rule. But um, I mean, sure. And then he kept referencing something that I've seen in like the comments of Deshaun Jackson's posts and like all of the other people who have commented about Deshaun Jackson's posts um saying that black people are the real Jews um and he referenced that as well he also said something about him liking um Louis Farrakhan who's probably the biggest anti-semite yeah. <laughs> to walk the earth um 
and she called you savages, white people savages. Yeah, just it was like, just as far bad as you could get. He got, and I was absolutely shocked by the amount of people that rushed to his defense on Twitter. How many people defended him on Twitter? I wasn't expecting that. I really wasn't. Well, before he uh, before he did that, Jewish privilege started trending on Twitter. Oh yeah, that was insane. The the tweets from that though, like really, I think it put it into perspective for a lot of people who like weren't. Well, yeah, because it ended up being a bunch of like Jewish trolls being like, "Haha, my whole family died in the Holocaust. I'm so privileged." Like that's what the whole yeah. like ended up being. Um, but there's just, I don't know, it's, I, it's so unsettling that there's just been this wave of anti-Semitic remarks that just keep unfolding recently. I was shocked yesterday when um, Viacom fired him. Yeah, I was like, yeah, snaps to Viacom. <laughs> no, I was, I was so surprised because I didn't think that it would happen. Like, in my head, I was like, yeah, no, he should be fired. Like, yeah, he I deserves that. Yeah, I thought it would be like the Sean Jackson again, where it's just sort of like, eh, whatever. We'll teach him. Like, I thought it was going to be another one of those. But, I mean, good for I'm really happy about it. Um, But he wasn't kicked off of The Masked Singer, which is on Fox. So he's still going to be hosting that, um, which is unfortunate. And um, P. Diddy, I think, um, owns, like, an outside TV network. And he invited Nick Cannon to be a part of that also. um, Because he got fired. I just... I feel like it all goes back to this whole, like, just the whole, it's just, it's rooted in such, like, ignorance and just complete falsehood. Like, the whole idea of, like, the Black people are the actual Jews and, like, the Jewish people are savages and they're not really Jewish and they're fake and they're not, you know, the quote-unquote chosen ones. Like, it just, it's, it's so scary to hear that as a Jewish person. It also erases the entirety of Jews of color. Yeah, yeah totally exactly. like, yeah, that's so true. And so you're, by perpetuating these kinds of things, you're minimizing the struggle of like even smaller groups of people that being black jews and poc jews so so many people it's just like people try to divide people as much as possible into like these little groups and that i mean i guess this is why intersectionality is so important because when you divide people in the group into groups and say these people are against these people and we butt heads but then there's someone who falls into both that makes that person like, you know, lost in, in their identity, like, where do I belong? Um, it just make it just, it's so, just, I have no words. Like, it's absolutely terrible. I'm so done, honestly. Like, I wish it wasn't a thing that we had to deal with. And I like that people are talking about it, because I think it's important, but at the same time, I understand why, like, a lot of people have gotten off of social media in the last couple of weeks because 
it's difficult. Yeah. Like it's a really difficult thing to just try to stay like, you know, like defense, like on the defensive, but like also to like feel your feelings. Yeah, it definitely, it can become all consuming because right now it like like you said a lot of people feel like they are on the defensive and they have to be ready for conversation and debate with absolutely everyone and everything that they post and ma- like keeping that divide not even in this context but just like i guess i think this can go like scope into social media in a general sense like having that divide and like not letting all of social media like not letting social media be all of your life and like having that line, having that separation, having that outside world so that like, you know, the phone goes off and there's, there's reality in front of you and you're not consumed by the debate and the conversation and all of that. So like the world is bigger than Twitter, you know? Um, yeah. Maybe this will be a thing now. Hopefully not. Hopefully we won't have an anti-Semitism conversation part three next anti-Semite week. Anti-Semite of the week. Oh my god. Anti-Semite of the week. Oh my god. Can you imagine? Guys, this is a big mess. Let us know if you like us having these like more serious conversations. Um, I'd be curious to know. I like having them. I think that they're productive. Yeah. They balance out our silliness. <laughs> Another big turn. We got to learn to get better at segues. But free Britney. I can't believe we haven't talked about this already. So Britney Spears has been posting these videos on TikTok. And they all look kind of sus and like she's being held captive. And she's posted them on Instagram for years too. It's okay, the so same she- ones, but now it's just a different platform for it. Oh, so she's been over here for a while posting these this really strange bizarre content and so then apparently this has like been knowledge but now it's like rising again the fact that Britney Spears's father has had a a conservatorship concert I don't know how to say that word (laughs) conservatorship I think that's what it is conservatorship over her so basically and it happened when like the Britney gone crazy phase happened, I'm pretty sure, like 2007, 2008, when she shaved her head and all that. So since then, Britney Spears' father has been in charge, has had full guardianship over her, essentially, been in charge of all of her money, all of where she, whether she drives or not, when she can see her children, what food she eats, like literally as if this 30-something-year-old woman is a seven-year-old child. And I think that's absolutely devastating. Like, clearly, Britney Spears, like, conservatorship (laughs) is meant for people who are, like, elderly or have early dementia or things of that sort. And Britney Spears is, you know, a fully capable person. She's been on, you know, tours and all this stuff. She's fully a capable functioning person. And it's awful that she's living at the will of someone else i i watched a bunch of the videos of her on instagram like a few years ago like a lot of my friends and i would just like watch it's like send them back and forth to each other and it was like we just thought it, she was being funny like she was being weird like oh yeah it's just britney you know how it is um and i love britney spears uh, my car is literally named after britney spears i love britney spears um and so like 
free Britney. <laughs> it's so gross and unfair. It's so sad. I wonder though, because like, you know, Jamie Lynn, the sister from Zoe 101, like, where is she in this? And the mother too. I don't know. I guess the parents are separated. Um, I don't really know the full extent to that, but like, why is no why is no one ever stood up for Britney? I hope that this exposure that she's getting will help. But like I don't even think she sees it. Like Yeah, because everything is limited. Yeah. That's so crazy. Could you imagine being Britney Spears, like one of the biggest pop stars ever, and like you've never seen a dime of your actual success? Because her entire existence is dependent on another person. Well, and her voice isn't even her, like, natural voice. Meaning, like, auto-tune and all that? No, like, she was, like, she sings with a vocal fry. And, like, that's not what her actual voice sounds like, but because her brand is essentially that signature tone, she's had to keep it like that, even though it's been, it's extremely damaging to her vocal cords. Free Britney. Free Britney. All I gotta say. The other day in our group chat, our friend Becca decided to make an announcement to the group or a question, pose a question to the group. And she said, is it bad if I like K-pop? To which... So I responded because I am a very judgmental person. (laughs) (laughs) Um, I asked, is the sky blue? Is grass green? Do I like cheese more than the normal person? The answer to all of these questions is yes, in case you couldn't figure it out from the first two. And then I said, don't listen to Paige, let people like things. Actually, Sarah said, let people like things, and then you agreed with her. (laughs) Let me plagiarize Sarah for a minute right now. Let people like things. I, like, okay, I'm not a K-pop fan, but, like, I respect people that like k-pop because it brings them joy let people find joy in things you don't find joy in Paige. if you enjoy it that's your thing let people like things sure but i'm allowed to say that it's cringy as long as you let people like it i can't control someone else's thought process what if i tell you that your knitting is cringy that's fine that's not gonna stop me from knitting because i enjoy it let so people like, like things. Let people like things. I enjoy Sour Candy by Lady Gaga with a featuring Blackpink, which is a K-pop group. I literally don't know that song. It's really good, but that's it. As long as you let people like things, because I think it's really important to let people like things despite your personal opinions. However, that being said, I do want to get into some unpopular opinions because I think that that would be quite fun. Take a shot every time Brie said, let people like things. (laughs) I think that's such a fun, like, slogan, let people like things. That's, like, my thing now, let people like things. That's another one, girl. Let people like things, TM. (laughs) (laughs) Um, Okay, we're gonna, us being us, some of these are regular unpopular opinions, others are Jewishness-related unpopular opinions. Um... Actually, I think only one of them is Jewish. Yeah. yeah. Okay, so let's start with that one. The grand old okay. Gefilte fish is disgusting. Gefilte fish, 
is disgusting. Gefil- I, I'm not a fan of gefilte fish, but I will eat it. But the thing is with my gefilte fish eating that makes it a quite unpopular opinion is the fact that I prefer the gefilte fish that comes in a jar to the fresh gefilte fish. Gefilte fish is disgusting. It's just gross. And like we've we've had this conversation with two of our other friends at school and I am the one with the unpopular opinion on it, which is so weird. No, that's not true. Only Sarah likes it. Shout out Sarah. Becca likes it too. Oh, I thought we were talking, well, are we talking about the jar or just gefilte fish in general? It doesn't matter. Just gefilte fish in general. Oh. Yeah, well, I'll eat it, yeah. It's not my favorite thing in the world, but I'll eat it. I think my, more so my unpopular opinion is the fact that I like the jarred version. Because most people think that's disgusting. (laughs) I think in general it's disgusting, but I have seen the jarred version and the appearance of it in general is just not it for me. Big yuck. <laughs> yeah, no, 100%. But it's um, not bad. It's really not bad. If you're Jewish and you gefilte fish, let us know your gefilte fish thoughts. If you have any. Because I feel like gefilte fish isn't something you can be like passive about. Either you like it or you despise it. So there you go. And then you're me and you prefer the most disgusting kind right out of the jar. So Yucky. Let people like things. Let people like things. Um, okay, wait. Another unpopular opinion. I, well, actually, I guess this isn't an unpopular opinion, just a debate that we have. I sleep on my stomach. Paige does not. I don't understand stomach sleepers. Say that five times fast. I don't understand <laughs> stomach sleepers. <laughs> I... I'm so pro sleep on your stomach. Also, I have a very particular way of sleeping. Um, Being that Paige is my roommate, we see each other sleep often. And I sleep with a pillow or like a body pillow to be more specific because I'm sad and lonely. (laughs) But I intentionally (laughs) sleep with it between my legs um, because when you're laying on your stomach and you have a body pillow between your legs, it first of all, it like relieves stress in your back. And so it makes it more comfortable to sleep on your stomach because it's a common issue when you sleep on your stomach to like have back strain, like spine strain. When you have a pillow between your legs, it like aligns your spine. Um, so then I sleep on my stomach and I have the body pillow and then I cuddle my body pillow. I wish I could like show all of you how Brie sleeps because I have made fun of her on several occasions for this because she literally sleeps on the wall. Like I, I don't her, her, like her body is on the wall I think and it's, it's so fun to me perspective from your bed because it's not because that's literally how you look but then like sometimes you can't see Brie in her bed why and you don't know that she's there because she's just like hiding in her body pillow oh yeah well sometimes well since I sleep with the body pillow the body pillow is obviously under the blanket and so and mm, Paige and I are the same in our dorm. We don't make our beds in the morning. <laughs> we just, like, leave our beds as is. And so since I sleep with my body pillow, I don't, like, take it out from under the covers during the day. And so it's still under the covers. And so it always looks like there's a person in my bed. And so Paige never knows if it's me or if it's just the body pillow. <laughs> like, there was this one time where I, like, I was fully, like, not I had the door open. I was like outside doing things and talking to people and Brie was sleeping 
and I had no idea. And then I, I was like, oh no, I don't know where she is, whatever. And I texted her and she didn't respond. So I figured she was like studying or something. I don't know. And then, um, I see her get up. Like when I came back into the room and I was like, have you been here this whole time? And she's like, yeah, I was sleeping. And I was like, no, you were not. I did not see you. But apparently she was there. My body pillow is a trickster. It really is. Paige, so sleep- the time I was like dead silent. And she wasn't there because I thought she was sleeping because I saw the body pillow. Yeah, it's a, a real trickster. It's how I do my magic tricks with the body <laughs> Paige, on the other hand, well, Paige sleeps on her back, but on her side, but also on her back. Like, I've seen you so many times where you wake up and you're literally on your back. And I could never do that in a billion years. I've become more of a side sleeper in quarantine. Um, but yeah. Was anyone I- ever a back sleeper? psychopaths sleep on their back that's not true it's so normal to sleep on your back that's so uncomfortable i have back problems so like you know that could be a thing but i don't think it is so uncomfortable even if you have back problems it's so uncomfortable to sleep on your back i'm a back sleeper and i'm a side sleeper i've become more of a side sleeper i the problem with sleeping on my side is though like i'm super comfortable but i don't know where to put my arms i hold a pillow I don't you should (laughs) I don't want to that makes everything better I literally when I sleep just like like I'm fully like cuddled surrounded in pillows like there's no space it's like like, I'm I'm being smothered in pillows my favorite meal of the day is brunch pages on the other hand is lunch I will say I like brunch because I love breakfast food, like eggs and um, mostly eggs. Like I'm not really a pancake person, but like eggs and omelets, like all that smoothies, like all that like food, the smoothie you could eat really at any time of the day, I guess. But like eggs and omelets, like those are like my favorite foods. And um, they're both breakfast foods, obviously. But I'm not much of like a breakfast morning person eater most of the time. Like my ideal eating time is like 11 or 12 o'clock, which some would consider lunch or like an early brunch. And um, therefore, brunch is my favorite meal. I love brunch. But in my opinion, lunch is the most inclusive meal of the day it's versatile, it's, it's perfection. You can eat literally anything and call it lunch. See, here's the thing. I think lunch is a made-up meal um, by people of privilege because I never had lunch with the exception of, like, at school when you have lunchtime. Like, when I'm at home, even when I was, like, a kid, I never had, like, okay, it's lunchtime, like, we're gonna sit down now and eat lunch. I just sort of, like, maybe my mom would make me a sandwich or something if I was hungry, but, like, I didn't have, like, assigned lunchtime, and I have so many friends that, like, did, and I have friends that would be, like, the middle of the day, and, like, I would be, like, 12 years old, and I wanted to hang out with my friends, and I'd be waiting for my friends to come, like, pick me up at my house or, like, uh, they were co- like, coming to hang out at my house and my friends would be late because their moms told them they had to finish their lunch before they came to someone's house. Now I find that 
absolutely ridiculous. Like, hello, just take your sandwich and let's go. Like, one, like, it's lunch. Like, it's really fine. One time I went to my friend's house and like to pick the person up and I was told to wait outside because their mom told them they had to finish lunch. Who needs lunch? Okay, but I don't have an assigned lunchtime. I'm not like a child. But if I'm hungry in the middle of the day, that's lunch. Yeah, but like, I don't know. I guess I'm more so because I'm also, I'm not like a three meals a day kind of person. I'm like a little thing every once in a while kind of person. You know what I mean? I'm a two meal a day person. I don't usually do breakfast, but I eat breakfast foods for lunch. I'm like just like snack person. Like, I'm not someone to have, like, full meals all the time. I just sort of snack periodically. So because of that, I feel like I've never had a proper lunch time. And therefore, I resent lunch as a meal. <laughs> I really do. At school, we go for meals together all the time. And this well, has yeah, never but that's come up until literally school, today. That's because at school, you're on more of, like, a schedule. Like, I also, I was never a breakfast per like, breakfast hours, like, a breakfast person until I went to college because, A, everyone I knew was, like, having big breakfast gatherings, and I was like, okay, this is a thing now, and two, you can't get breakfast time after breakfast hours at college, which sucks, and so I have to go to breakfast. But on the weekends, we get breakfast at, like, two o'clock in the afternoon. Yeah, that's why Saturdays are the best day of the week. Okay. <laughs> I don't know. I just, I don't, I don't really get that because I think lunch is just a meal in the middle of the day. Like, I don't think lunch is like a, like, ooh, lunch. <laughs> That's just a meal that you eat between the hours of like, I think 11 of and three. I think of lunch as something that's very posh, except for when you're at school, like at school, meaning like seventh grade school, like you have your lunch time. Like, I went before Corona. I was like, hey, you want to go get lunch? And I, like, go out for lunch with my friends. And we just go out to eat in the middle of the day. And that's lunch. I know. You're not wrong. Like, that is lunch. But I think, with, I don't know, maybe my argument is mostly when you're a kid. Okay, and that's fine. Mom, like, I don't I understand the, the privilege mom, aspect. I don't like the moms that tell their kids, okay, it's lunchtime, kiddos. Like, let's go. <laughs> Oh, you just said kiddos. I was saying earlier, I don't like the name. I don't like the word kiddos. But um, I, I just don't like that. It's weird. It bothers me. No lunch. You don't got to put a label on everything. Lunch <laughs> is a meal. <laughs> Calm down. Lunch is over party. Hashtag lunch is over party. <laughs> I said I wasn't going to go back to Naya Rivera. But um, I want to talk about our favorite Glee performances with Naya Rivera because that's all I've been doing recently is listening to Glee songs and today in fact I started re-watching Glee. I only watched like an episode like an episode and a half at most but I literally Glee performances is my religion and so it's only right for during this time if I share my love via Glee songs. So Firstly, I'd like to say my favorite Santana performance in all of Glee history is Cold Hearted Snake. Do you know the performance I'm thinking of? Yes, it's a really good performance. 
Santana is talking to, I think it's like the gigolo guy who Rachel dated for a minute and is like using her or whatever and like getting in the way of what God knows what, I don't know. And so Santana like confronts him and it's like this really cute like Santana Rachel moment and like her like Santana defending Rachel and then she sings Cold Hearted Snake about the boy who's like hurting Rachel and it's so good. Like she looks so good. She's so talented. She's so amazing. And I watched that and it just like filled me with joy because she's so talented and incredible. My favorite is Valerie and I know that's like everyone's favorite, but I just love that song. Like next time we can like go out and do things um, and I can do karaoke. Not that like that's a thing that we actively do, but I want to. Like that's my karaoke song. So that's a good one. There's so many that are so good. I also like, um, I'm literally, this is going to be just me babbling on about my favorite Glee songs because that's all I do anyway. Um, but I also really not like, lying. Who does this all the time? When we drove back to Long Island, we listened to Glee songs. Um, back um, to Black, Naya Rivera, best solo ever. I love oh, that's it. That's so good. I've been listening to that one like on repeat the last few days. Um, I just, all... I, I just give all the credit in the world to Naya Rivera. I think she's, she was such an incredible performer and an incredible person. And everything she did was just so special. And um, she is very dearly missed. Britanna forever. Heather Morris's post broke my heart into a billion pieces. Um, Demi Lovato's post was really cute too. Yeah. If I think about the post too long, I'll literally just get sad. Let's move on. <laughs> so, more of the story, R.I.P. Naya, I love you, I miss you. Rest in peace, Naya. And All right, everyone, have a great day. We'll miss you. We'll see you next Friday. Don't you- forget to rate, review, and subscribe to us on Apple Podcasts. All if you're not going to leave a five-star review, don't leave any the dms if you want you know the vibes see y'all next week bye